Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hey, what's good? Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I am Blair Angulo. I hope everyone had an amazing three-day weekend. We are now leading the charge towards the traditional signing day in the 2021 recruiting cycle. It's that first Wednesday of February, and we've got national recruiting analyst Greg Biggins on the podcast to discuss one of the big names and so much more. First off, Greg, how are we doing? Doing pretty good, Blair. Pretty good. Can't complain. No. We had some Can't mid eight, we had some mid eighties degrees out here in, in Southern California this last weekend. Feels really, really good. It was good to go out in the backyard again and uh not have to suffer through that gosh forsaken 60 degree weather we had to deal with the last couple of weeks come on no, I, I like it i like it I, I i fired up the grill a little bit i, I had my five-year wedding anniversary how about so, that yeah we had a nice little steak dinner it was it was pleasant it was very I, pleasant. that's adorable i got my 25th this wednesday blair I like, so i like it i'm i'm 20 the way there gb you, just, you know you just apply yourself and and you know keep plugging away in 20 years you can you can be just like us that's, well, you know what's cool. you know what's sad is that around this time last year, we and you and I and Brandon Huffman, friend of the show, were in Honolulu recording yes. a podcast for the Polynesian Bowl. So hopefully, in a year from now, we're looking back and 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 we're actually in Hawaii covering the 2022 Polynesian Bowl. One guy that was set to to play in in these All American Bowls and, and the the All Star events is Rajon Davis. Davis. He's one of the top unsigned prospects heading into the traditional signing day next month. He's in the top 50, according to the composite for the 2021 class, a former commit to LSU and a, a big time linebacker from modern day high school, one of the powerhouses here in the state of California. What's the latest on Rajon Davis, Greg? Yeah, so top five, which I, I mean, I think the only new school in there was, was Vanderbilt. I wanted to be able to say the, the Barton Simmons impact already having already creating all, all kinds of buzz. But unfortunately, it wasn't Barton. It was an, a different assistant coach. Javon Hayes is the guy who's the lead recruiter there. But I still think it's gonna it's kind of cool. I'm going to give Brett Barton the credit anyway. But no, like a week ago, I, I wrote like a top four story. He's going to announce on signing day. But the, the main four, uh, LSU, where he was previously committed, Ohio State, Oregon, and then USC. And I, I guess you can add Vanderbilt as well. And, you know, he's never been to Ohio State, never been to Vandy. So it's hard for me to kind of, you know, give those two schools uh, a real shot. I always thought Ohio State, they can get a, they can just get a visit, get his family out there. Their parents want to come. They'd have a realistic shot. But uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. And time's kind of running out. He has visited, visited Oregon, loves Oregon, loves the staff. Jalen Davies, one of his best friends, is a current Oregon signee. So I think Oregon uh, does have a, a chance. But uh, my crystal ball is Currently with USC, I think they've kind of just done a really good job recruiting him over the course of the year. They, they never stopped. You know, even though he committed last January to LSU, they, they never stopped. They kept going after him with multiple coaches. He's, you know, very close with the whole entire staff. 
uh, whether it be, you know, Dante Williams, Clay Helton, Coach Orlando, Michael Hutchins, they're all after him. He's close with a lot of the guys in the 21 class. Corey Foreman just recently signed there. Those two have talked about wanting to play together for most of the year. And so I, I think right now USC is probably the team to beat. And uh, he will make a Sunday day decision. Hopefully, if we do, um, he's open to potentially announcing uh, with us if we do another CBS signing day show like we did in, in, in December. But uh, that is the story right now with Mr. Rajon Davis, Blair. Okay, so keep your eyes peeled not only on this platform, but across social media on 24-7 Sports and on 247sports.com to figure out if, if Rajon will actually announce uh, with 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports HQ. Now, you mentioned USC there, and, and obviously Corey Foreman was a big pillar that fell, and, and that's one of those foundation, one of those building blocks that we've discussed in the past where USC needs to get back to dominating the line of scrimmage if they hope to make a charge at the college football playoff. We know that they're going to be set at quarterback. We know that they're going to have big-time receivers every year. Uh, obviously, the defensive backs, and there's one that we're going to talk about in a little bit in Damani Jackson, who's one of the, the stars of the 2022 class. They're always going to stack up at the skill positions. Now, Rajon is, I think, a prototypical inside linebacker. I like his athleticism. I think he can do some stuff in the boundary. He can do some stuff in the flat. But I, I, I think his highest upside is in the box and in that near near that line of scrimmage where he can attack gaps and fill holes and and stop the run game how big would that be for the trojans to be able to not only add him but you know bring him along with a Corey foreman and, and kind of continue to build on those levels i think i think it's really big for me he's the most complete linebacker in, in california and was last year i actually said that during a modern day broadcast people were looking at me like justin flow justin flow and i, I love justin flow um but in in terms of complete, you know, you, you can kind of poo-poo seven-on-seven seven all you want. But one thing about seven-on-seven seven is you get a chance to see these guys in space and watch them cover. And, and I, I've literally seen Rajon cover receivers down the field and make interceptions and, and, you know, pass breakups without holding and grabbing and looking like a corner. Now he's not a corner, but he, I'm saying, man, he actually has excellent cover skills for a linebacker. That's why, although he's got more of an inside linebacker frame, he's only about one, about 205, 210. Those guys usually kind of play more inside. Uh, outside guys now, you, you're kind of more the long, lengthy, you know, edge rushers. But I, I actually can see Rajon as a weak side guy who can just run around and, and just make plays in space. Very physical tackler. He's got some pass rush ability. But again, that frame wise, you, you don't see too many guys that are 6'1 and 210, 215 rushing the passer. But I, I you do see guys like him covering running backs, covering tight ends. Uh, again, playing in space, running down guys from behind, being a really physical and tough in the run game. That's kind of where I see him. But again, he's got versatility. You know, he can almost play a, a hybrid type role, you know, kind of how they used Talanoa Hufanga. I want to say, was it the Oregon game or one of those last games of the year? They kind of used him as a linebacker and just saying, you know, the guy is such a good football player. You want to get him close to the line of scrimmage. And I think with Rajon, you know, the closer he is to the line of scrimmage, he can run around and make plays. But again, for me, like I said, what separates him, man, he is really, really good in coverage. Yeah, Talano Hufanga had, I think, nearly 20 tackles in the game against UCLA at the Rose Bowl. So, uh, And he's headed to the NFL, and, and they need to fill some of these spots along that defense. So that would be big for USC. Another player that's definitely on the radar for USC and, and USC fans and a national recruit at that is Damani Jackson, a, a teammate of Rajon Davis at Modern Day, another uh, highly regarded prospect that has garnered offers from all corners of 
of the country and is a is is closing in on making his decision. He's set to announce on January 23rd, which is this coming Saturday. And right now, the Trojans continue to trend in the crystal ball. Yeah, I think speaking of anniversaries, I want to say it's his parents. Maybe 20 something. That's why he chose that date, January 23rd. I, was like, I, I like that. I like that. You know, there are yeah. some kids that that like to point out certain days. You know, we always get mom's birthday, right? That's a big one. Um, you know, dad's birthday or grandma's anniversary or, or, you know, something like that. You know, their own birthdays. That's a little narcissistic. And I, <laughs> I, I kind of like it, too, because they, they like to blow out the candles, not only on, you know, their birthday, but their recruitment. And, and that's that's fun. Um, but parents anniversary. I like that yeah. one, too. No. Randy and Melanie Jackson, really, really cool, awesome couple. High school sweethearts, Domani said. He's like, can you believe that? I, I can't even imagine, you know, dating a girl right now and marrying her, like, in high school. Like, who does that anymore? And I was like, shoot, man, I, I, didn't, I didn't do that, but God bless them. Yeah, that's why he chose that date, parents' anniversary. And, you know, his, his recruitment's been kind of all over the place. You know, there was – and I think a lot of it is because he loves to have fun, man. He loves to kind of mess around, and, and he loves to stir things up a little bit in, in a good way. Nothing malicious about him, but – you know, remember for a while there, there was all kinds of buzz about Ohio State. And I, I think some crystal balls went in for Ohio State. Then a few weeks later, he took an unofficial visit to Michigan. And you know, I was getting calls from people saying, Domani Jackson might come in today. Like, get a story ready to go. And I was like, I, I don't think so, dude. I, I don't think it's going to happen. Now, you know, he's got a lot of strong Midwest ties. Pretty much his whole entire family on, on his mom and dad's side are all Ohio State fans, except for his dad, who's a diehard Michigan fan. But he's from, they're all from Ohio. So, I thought, you know what, maybe he will head to the Midwest. But, you know, over the course of the last few months, I think USC and also probably Arizona State have kind of gained some ground. But, uh, you know, he is close with Damani Jackson. and Or excuse me, he is Damani Jackson. He's close with Corey Foreman. They both work out together over at Winter Circle. And at this point, I, I'd be a little surprised if it wasn't SC. Again, I, Dante Williams been the lead guy there, done a great job. And, you know, he's close with, you know, not just him, but the whole entire staff. And I, I think even though he's not an original SoCal guy, I think he does kind of have some SoCal roots and staying close to home and kind of helping to, to build USC back up. I think that's something that he's kind of intrigued by. USC always with their patented finishes in every recruiting class making headlines on National Signing Day. Um, but right now it looks like they are, are going to have a really nice head start on Damani Jackson heading into the 2022 recruiting cycle. Keep it right here. We're going to be back with more from Greg Biggins. You're listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Welcome back to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. If you like this podcast, well, let me let me tell you about Trey Scott and the College Football Daily Podcast. Let me tell you about Josh Pate as well. He has his own podcast uh, on the 24-7 Sports Network. You can do your research and find any of those on all your favorite pl- podcasts, platforms and they have in-depth discussions they have great guests and it's a great collection of college football recruiting podcasts here on the network now gb ballers let's get- both those two guys man. ballers right ballers. right i love Trey. not to sound weird but man josh has the best radio voice i've ever heard again not to get all weird but like Man, he's got a great voice. And I love you too, Trey. Well, it's great to be on on this team, not only with Trey and with Josh and, and obviously everyone on the analyst team at 24-7 Sports, but I feel like we all bring something different. So if you like your college football daily news, you can do that with Trey Scott every day. If you like your hot takes and, and even your lukewarm takes or even the, the blistering, scorching takes, Josh Pate's the, the one for you. So make sure you do uh, the searches on all podcasts, review, rate, and, and give everyone won five stars like we do in the rankings gb josh Uh, had a pretty epic tweet he did that was just beautiful and the funny thing is we all knew that he was talking about the guy who wears the little schmedium shirt on his twitter profile we all knew right talk about that guy i think we all uh, knew josh just nailed it dude it was beautiful man i I was amen and hallelujah and uh couldn't like that post enough i think you were fire you wanted to run through a door i think it was like Newt Rockney. You know, I was ready. I felt like if I was a Notre Dame guy and I heard Newt Rockney, I think it'd be similar to hearing Josh Pate give a little, a little uh, pep talk, man. I was ready to go. Yeah, no, that was great. That was great. We've got more news to cover, GB. Dropping recently, just hot off the presses, it sounds like Zach Charbonnet, the former running back from Oaks Christian in Southern California and obviously a star running back at Michigan, has entered the transfer portal. What can you tell us about Zach Charbonnet and his process moving forward? Yeah, there's been some buzz about Zach in the portal for a, a few months now. So not not super shocking. I, man, I still think the guy is a, a talented football player. I don't know exactly what all went happened or what went down at Michigan. I know he, he showed a lot of flashes as a, as a true freshman. And uh, I think just, you know, whether it be injuries, whether it just be whatever, maybe just not committed to the running game, which sounds weird to say Michigan not committed to the running game or even like poor O-line play, which again, Michigan is kind of known for that. But for me, I think Zach, he can absolutely go. Uh, he's got three years to play. Uh, runner up when he originally chose Michigan was UCLA and USC. And I think you can expect, in fact, I know that both schools are going to be heavily involved along with the rest of the Pac-12 right now. But uh, kind of some buzz. I've heard some buzz for UCLA right now. They might have a, a little little bit inside track right now with Zach. But again, USC badly wants a running back. And again, I think you're going to see you know probably half, not the whole entire Pac-12 all over Zach Charbonnet trying to get him to, to stay closer to home this time. Yeah, and Charbonnet would be reuniting with a former Oaks Christian teammate, Bo Calvert, who's one of the starting linebackers at UCLA. So that one kind of makes sense. You know, you always talk about the modern days and the Long Beach Polys and the Gardena Serras here in Southern California sending players to USC. Uh, it seems like Oaks Christian has a nice little pipeline over to, to Westwood and UCLA. So that's going to be one to monitor here in the, in the next, uh, you know, maybe few weeks or a few months, yeah, depending I mean, who, on when he decides. Who knows? Yeah, right. Could be. Could be tomorrow could be next month you know zach he's not a social media guy never was it was always hard to get a hold of him back in high school so i wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't even ever tweet out a commitment he might just show up at a school and then uh you know it's the the school itself says hey guess what zach charbonnet's here that could be next month or whenever but yeah oaks has always been good uh to ucla you know ish adams and jordan payton i'm sure there's a couple other guys that i'm missing but uh 
yeah, I'll be curious the timeline and the time frame for this. I don't know if it's going to, you know, like I said, be within the next 24 hours or, or when it's going to be. But uh, I, it's, I'm curious to see how Zach even puts this news out. Another player, GB, that we wanted to discuss is Justin Martin. He's a composite four-star quarterback, number eight in in the pro-style ranks, according to 24-7 Sports, a member of the top 24-7, a top 25 prospect in the state of California. He's 6'4", 185, out of Inglewood. He announced his decision. He committed to the Cal Golden Bears. And so you're you're looking at this on the surface, and and obviously you wonder, uh, what's the potential there? Because it it seems like there's going to be a a turn of things there on that offense for Cal uh, with, with Chase Garbers uh, on his way out soon. Um, I know they brought in Kai Milner out of the state of Arizona, uh, an Under Armour All-American prospect, and he's arriving on campus with some high regards and some high praise. And, and I feel like Justin Martin, once he arrives on campus in 2022, has the tools, has that upside to, to fight for immediate playing time. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot with, with Justin is going to be determined by, you know, how much football do we get to play in California over the next couple of years? I, I think this guy's upside is off the charts. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of people, you know, he's a premium guy and AJ Duffy and Malik Murphy are both over there as well. And, you know, I know Danny Hernandez trains Justin and Malik and everyone you talk to has said, dude, Justin has a chance to be the best out of the whole entire group. He's just, he needs reps. You know, he was the third guy at Sarah last year, Doug Brumfield uh, signed with UNLV and then Malik Murphy is a national, national guy. And, and Justin was the third guy. How crazy is that? That Sarah quarterback room, their third string guy is getting multiple Pac-12 offers. He's now at Inglewood and he's got two years to go, but just in workouts that I've seen, watching the film, he's a high-level athlete. Some of the basketball stuff where he's running and dunking is, is super impressive athletically. He's got a live arm like you would not believe. I would say he's got probably top five arm strength for his class, not just locally, but I'm talking nationally, Blair. A top five national arm, Blair. This guy can absolutely throw it. But with quarterback, for me, man, it's all about processing. It's not just about how far you can throw it. It's about knowing where to go with the football. And that's why I think Justin, he just, he needs reps. He needs, needs to be in a game with some 11 on 11 guys with pads, guys trying to get after him and him having to make, you know, those quick decisions, 2.5 seconds. Can you extend a play? Can you make that third, fourth read with guys breathing down your neck? Can you do all that? Cause I think physically, man, he's off the charts, but you know, once he gets some, some more game repetitions, his game will elevate. And I think he could be super special. Yeah, it seems like Cal for for the last few years the the one missing piece has been that consistent quarterback play. We we like Chase Garbers and we've liked what he's done in certain games, but they just haven't had that productiveness that you need at the quarterback spot, that steadiness, you know, what Jared Goff was for them. I know you don't want to hear that sure. name right now, GB. Uh, now uh, you're just trolling me right now. <laughs> but what he did at Cal, I mean, he he you knew what you were going to get out of Jared Goff every Saturday. And so, um obviously they're building that quarterback room up in Berkeley and and Justin Wilcox has that defense firing on all cylinders and now is hoping to add firepower on the offensive side of the ball as well. GB, before we let you go, there's a big event that's happening here in Southern California that maybe we didn't think was going to be happening. Um, Obviously, we don't have high school football yet. It's been pushed back and back and back, and we don't know if it's ever going to come back. Uh, But you were out at the Winner's Circle Champions League Club Football League, I guess. I, I don't even know what to call it. I mean, does it offend you that they're they're using Champions League, Blair? I know you're a big soccer guy. Does that have a sacred it, name? It is. The branding is throwing me off a little bit. I'm, I'm expecting Manchester United and PSG and, and some Bayern Munich in there. But no, all, all we've got is some club teams from California. 
No, I mean, Jordan Campbell, you know, winner circle. I mean, it's the guy I covered him back in, in high school and he was at Norco and he, he's always kind of had that. I always say it when I see him, I go, you have such a fruitful mind. And he kind of had this vision when it looked like high school football was going to get potentially not just delayed, but shut down. You know, he went out and built a hundred yard field in the middle of literally it's like filled of dreams. I've been there a couple of times and you're driving and you feel like you're going the wrong way. There's no, there's no anything. And you all of a sudden, boom, you're there and there's a football field, like in the middle of like cornfields. Like it's literally Kevin Costner, the great former Cal State Fullerton Titan. That's what it kind of feels like. And so it's, it's, I don't know how many teams he has. I had a chance to go for a couple of games, but they do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all levels, Frost off, JV, and there's kind of a varsity type league. The game I was at, it was, uh, it was a team made up of a lot of South Orange County, a lot of Santa Margarita kids. Derek Wilkins was out there playing. The Cal, speaking of Cal, giving, giving Cal a lot of love today, but Derek Wilkins was out there and uh, a few other players from South Orange County playing against, ironically, the, the team winner circle, which Seven McGee uh, was out there. He was probably the most dynamic player on the field in the, in the game that I saw. And so it's, you know, on, on Sunday, I know Virginia Tech commit DJ Harvey was out there playing on a, a team, made up a lot of a Sierra, made up a lot of a Sierra Canyon uh, players and Los Alamitos team that has, you know, Malachi Nelson, who could be the top quarterback in the 23 class. A lot of talent for sure. Long Beach Poly has basically a team. There's like a San Clemente. And again, they're not called Long Beach Poly. It's not called San Clemente. They kind of use a different name, but right now it's the best we got. So Jordan and, and Winter Circle are doing it. And there's also, you know, a, a league called the Elite 10 in Arizona, which is made up of Southern California teams. You know, we've heard Servite players could potentially be out there. The big time quarterback from Warren High School, Big Nico, who's got all these offers. I can't pronounce his last name. I'm not even going to try. I'm going to work on it. So next time we talk about him, I can I can mention it. But uh, Nico, the 2023 quarterback with offers from Florida State, Miami, and UCLA, and Cal, and Arizona State. It is kind of cool. Obviously, I think we all wish we had high school football in California. It's not going to happen right now, and who knows when it will happen. But for now, this is the best we got. And so I, I kind of enjoyed it, dude. It was full on 11 on 11 with pads on. And it, it was, uh, yeah, it was very unique experience, but it, it was football. Yeah. And, I, you know, you've you've mentioned this before, and I, I know a lot of, obviously the pandemic has been, you know, rough on, on everyone. And, and I feel like I think mental health ha- has been a big part of that as well. And I think it's it's great for some of these players and, and some, you know, we know them as recruits, we know them as prospects, but I think them as people should come first and for them to go out and play the game they love competitively. I think it's a great opportunity for them to do so. Yeah, no. And, and it's such a controversial subject, right? I mean, for years, the two things you couldn't really talk about if you, if you want to avoid an argument over Thanksgiving was politics and religion. Now it's politics, religion and club football. Like you want to, <laughs> you want to stay away from controversy, but shoot, man, we were there in San Diego, right, for the team Mikasi camp, and we talked to what 200 kids. And dude, I don't know about you, but I saw a lot of a lot of faces that had no hope in their eyes, and they wanted to play high school football. Not all these kids come from the two parent white picket fans home. They need football to get get a get themselves out, give them an opportunity, and it kind of breaks your heart a little bit when you see these kids who have just worked their whole life for this chance. And now it's kind of taken away from them. And I get both sides and I'm, you know, not trying to start another fight, but I just feel like everyone else around the country was able to make it work. Didn't see the numbers just blowing up based on high school football in those, in those areas. And I, I think you can, there's ways to make it work. And I get the dude, I get it. I, my whole family has had it. 
And, you know, I had a cough for three months and couldn't breathe. And I was wheezy for a good three months. I'm not making a lot of COVID at all. I'm just saying, man, there's got to be a way we can, we can kind of protect those who need to be protected, but also give these high school kids an opportunity to play a, a sport they love, not just to give them a chance to, to get seen and go to college for free, but man, just for their own mental, you know, well-being. And I think that's what these leagues are doing right now. Yeah, they're trying to to come up with solutions and and to offer like like I said earlier, offer some opportunity and and give these guys uh, a chance to go out and play the game they love. GB, before I let you go, it's Nico Iamaleava. Nice. So so we can start to practice time. that one because he's going to be big time, and we're going to have to name 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 drop him. I think on every podcast. Do it. Do that one more time for me. Nico Iamaleava. Gosh, yeah, it took me forever to get DJ Wooey under the lay. I actually had. Big Dave, his dad, when DJ was a freshman, sent me a voice memo. It was like a three-minute voice memo where he literally broke it down syllable by syllable by syllable and then kept repeating it until uh, that's how I finally figured that out. So Samoan quarterbacks, man, they're, they're making a name for themselves. And dude, Nico, talk about generational arm strength, dude. This guy has a whip on him. And again, game reps are going to be huge for him. He played at Long Beach Poly as a freshman, didn't get a ton of action. Now he's at Warren High School. And like I said, he's playing in the Elite 10 in Arizona, but Dude, some of his early his for those saying, oh, you know, college coaches don't care about club. Dude, he's got about eight offers based on his three or four club games. So I would beg to differ that college coaches do not care. Man, they watch everything, including this club football. Yeah, he's going to be a big time prospect. We saw him at the National Preps uh, Showcase up in Santa Clarita as well. So um, a big future for him and a big future for you, GB. Enjoy your anniversary. I will, Blair. I appreciate that. Hopefully you had a good one too. And uh, man, always good talking to you. Likewise, GB. Thank you so much. And uh, that'll do it for me and Greg Biggins. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Biggins. He's a national recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and the other ones I mentioned earlier. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.